Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, August 27th. No special announcements at the top of the show today. Our top stories are Mark is going to tell us about Johnson & Johnson. They've been ordered to pay up over opiates. Yeah, you're not going to believe this, guys, but a company called Johnson & Johnson was acting like a bunch of dicks. <laughs> got a few go. few dick jokes in this story. Oh, I got, got, got some Frank jokes in there, too, maybe. I thought they said baby soap. Get ready for a lot of dick jokes. Yeah, all right. Nice. All right. And then uh, Pat is going to tell us about the Houston Democratic debates. They're basically set at 10 candidates. Yeah, we might right? we might only have one night of debate coming up, y'all, because only 10 are in as of right now. But we'll get into it a little bit deeper. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. Nice. L- unless you fucking love debates like I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can they do two short nights? God, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Wes and I'll take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Take it away, Mark. Oh, yeah. Today's episode of Hard Factor is brought to you by We the People Holsters. Doesn't all this tariff talk make you want to buy products manufactured and distributed in the United States? Well, good news. We the People designs all of their holsters in-house in Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, sorry. So there you go. We the People designs all of their holsters in-house, which means that they don't use any third-party molds for their holsters. They constantly update designs, adding new designs every month. So if you have a faded-ass holster, get a new one. And since their holsters start at $37 a piece with micromillimeter, with micromillimeter perfect fit, you can afford to buy a few a year. Every holster also has adjustable retention, which is signaled with a click sound. This lets you know your firearm is securely in place. If ever you want more tension, you can just tighten one screw, and there you go. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not perfect, send it back for a refund. The URL for Hard Factor listeners is wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor. Right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to the wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code factor at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. It's already as low as $37, and shipping is free. If you tack on that extra $10 off using this promo code, again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor, promo code factor at checkout. You're talking about $27 a holster. What are you waiting for? Oh, yeah! All right, Monday was not a good day for the Johnson family, and that's because an Oklahoma judge found Johnson & Johnson, the enormous American-based company founded in 1886 that develops and sells medical devices, pharmaceutical, and consumer packaged goods, and owns and operates hundreds of companies in what they dubbed the Johnson & Johnson family of companies. The the monopoly. Yeah, they found them liable for igniting the opioid crisis in Oklahoma and said the company must now pay $572 million in restitution. They should really call it the Johnson & Johnson glory hole of companies. That's true. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because there's Johnsons coming out of the glory hole. Oh, we know. Mm. Different ones. 
I'm not surprised that these guys make good opiates because they're a they're a brand that you can trust. They make good everything. Yeah. Uh, guess how much the state was seeking? Uh, two billion. Anyone else? Yeah, I was going to say somewhere around a billion. Seventeen million. So uh, hmm. Oklahoma might have a few new roads or at least one more wind star in the near future. So they got an extra five hundred and six, five hundred and fifty some odd, five million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oklahoma officials immediately turned to each other and they're like, "Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Another wind star. We can get these opioid addicts to turn this five seventy two million into ten billion. Are you still cool with the Native Americans? Yeah. Who, know, who knows the Native Americans? We're going to need them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like opioids, um, do they? Yeah. No, um, yeah. Whoa, whoa. The payment actually will be used for the care treatment of opioid addicts according to the judge but oklahoma's tourism could really use a second windstar trust me we're pretty close to oklahoma yeah except that the windstar because it's a native american casino they they make you anti when you're playing blackjack it's garbage oh okay yeah you gotta pay the house you've been there oh yeah i've been there i drove up there one time biggest casino in in the united states fantastic one of johnson and johnson's pharmaceutical companies jansen pharmaceutical jansen pharmaceutical companies was also named 572 million Real original guys but uh for comedic purposes i'm only going to refer to johnson and johnson uh for the rest of this story so johnson and johnson by the way not two families by the name of Johnson, which I thought. It was just founded by three brothers, all with the same last name. And for some reason, they chose not to pick the Johnson brothers as their company name. That makes a lot of sense because you don't want to see what would happen if you accidentally say Johnson, Johnson, Johnson in front of a bathroom mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Also, the Johnson brothers is clearly transitioning to a porn company immediately. Absolutely. And there's also... There's within, also within weeks. There's also yeah. a big dick ghost pet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was yeah, confused no, as well. Yeah, there's also, uh, there's also clearly a brother that uh, doesn't know that his name isn't in the uh, isn't in the the company name. They tell him it's him. Yeah, yeah you're no, yeah. you're included in yeah, one of those two me. Johnsons. Um, <laughs> yeah, Johnson yeah. and Johnson is way more professional sounding than the Johnson brothers. Well, I agree. But the Johnson brothers is like the guys who refill your snack machine. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not like the Johnson and Johnson. That's like an actual company. They're the type of guys that uh, pound you out and then fix your air conditioning. Yeah. Play your bar mitzvah. You yeah. don't want your wife saying uh, she bought something from the Johnson brothers. Mm-mm. No. Uh, <laughs> Where this, were you? This story has got to make Bernie Sanders happy. Am I right? What do you think he's going to do today? My guess is eat a lot of soft foods and get a great night's sleep in his favorite set of pajamas. Because I bet Bernie's got a pajama collection that would make a sneakerhead blush. That's every day for Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're Can you right, imagine his, sure. his pajama collection? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got to be the best. In the biz. He's also strictly on cat food by now. Just cat food? Yeah. yeah. Wakes up eight times to pee. He's going to go nuts over this. His, his favorite uh, tin of decaf coffee is going to get a few scoops later. He wakes up eight so, times, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Pharmaceutical companies are finally paying. <laughs> Just, anyways, let's get into it. <laughs> Judge Thad Balkman of Cleveland County District Court in Norman, Oklahoma, a man after Bernie's heart, became the first judge to rule in the opioid cases brought to trial by thousands of state and local governments against opioid manufacturers and distributors. So his precedent-setting ruling is certainly being noted by the people involved in 2,000 other pending suits that will be heard by a federal judge in Ohio this October, so pretty soon. Uh, pharmaceutical companies in those cases are fucked, as I am just sure the opioid problem in Ohio is going to be a tearjerker in the courtroom. Just misery after well-documented misery. Yeah, where are they going? West Virginia next? Yeah, exactly. This is like so, Ohio? Are you kidding? Yeah, definitely very sad, but what's the logic on making the companies be liable? Well, I'll get to that in about two sentences or so. Uh, according to the U.S. Centers of Disease uh, Control and Prevention, opioids are responsible for more than 400,000 deaths from 1999 to 2017. The state of Oklahoma is claiming 6,000 of those deaths since 2000. Uh, earlier this year, Oklahoma settled with two other companies, uh, Oxycontin maker Purdue Pharma for $270 million and Teva Pharmaceutical for $85 million. But Johnson & Johnson really got dicked the hardest. 
Yeah, oh, but yeah. did they really? Fuck that shit. No, they, I mean, it's not that big a deal for them. Slumber Oklahoma noise. lawyers dubbed Johnson & Johnson an opioid kingpin, Will, and said its marketing tactics were a public health nuisance, which is the law it cited they broke the public health nuisance law. So that's the mm. you can't purposely give AIDS to people law. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, no, nu- a nuisance is a squirrel in my attic, not, yeah, not your an entire, opioid crisis. Not, not your generational family yeah. getting killed from opioids. What happened whatever? to your mom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she got by the nuisance. She's, she was nuisanced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nuisance got her. This decision uh, also dwarfs the uh, tobacco decision in 1998 for $246 billion settlement. And guess what, guys? Johnson & Johnson, a company that refuses to be made look a fool, besides every time someone sees their name that they chose to put on all of their packaging, said they would immediately appeal the decision. So let's take it to the Internet, which I thought would be pretty optimistic about this story. I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> Deanna Norris says $572 million for a company that reported over $80 billion in revenue in 2018, in 2018 is like paying $20 for them. I'm not impressed. Which is consequently the price of one opioid pill. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Roberta responds to her with saying, I would think it establishes precedent for other states that are suing. I agree. Oligarchs pay chump change in fines for just about every malfeasance. I didn't say that right. Malfeasance. Nailed it. Malfeasance. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Roberta, why do you have to drop oligarchs and malfeasance in a a response to a stranger, you psychopath? Guarantee chump change. She threw that word into Google before she posted it. I would hope so. Made sure. Moscow Mitch Mitch says, problem is Johnson & Johnson will appeal the judgment and likely keep it in court for another few years, costing the state millions more in legal fees and likely getting the settlement down to a fourth of the value or less. He's probably right. Well, this is yeah, a sad he's story. definitely right. I yeah. mean, it's weird. It's I don't I don't like I'm not saying they're good like they mean well, but like by this logic, wouldn't you also have to pretty much put every alcohol company out of business? No, it, well, it's it's super different. A lot of people are predicting like Tyson's chicken is next for giving people because cancer they were, potentially. They were like, over yeah. they were over marketing the drug that was but, wildly addictive. For but metal, next metal next for what a wrist chicken. slap? It's like you said, this is nothing for them, right? So. And that's what's whack about a company, specifically Johnson and Johnson, which has a big family brand for well, not we'll, just chewing. We it. all know things go in fads, and the fad is to get the opioid companies now. And Ohio's going to smash them with their sad stories. And like Wes said, probably West Virginia next. And so let's let Wait them get, get slapped. Wait till they get to Florida, you know. Let's let them get slapped around a little bit. Next story. All right, guys, if you've had a sluggish low T feeling as of late, don't fret. Uh, and that's because shit is about to change. And if you're thinking I'm talking, don't worry, don't worry, Hassan Piker. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not talking about Piker's <laughs> tea. And if you think I'm talking about college football and NFL football kicking back, kicking off over the course of the next two weeks, you're fucking wrong. I'm talking about the T spike that's about to rock your fucking sack off. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We're just 17 short days away from the third Democratic presidential debate. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, oh shit. shit! And you can guarantee I'm gonna have to follow the medical instructions from a Cialis commercial because there's no way this down low blood flow I'm feeling is going to relent for the next 408 hours. I'm gonna be hard the whole time. You can bet your ass we're all gonna need some Adderall to stay awake. I'm gonna need some prescription thing. pants. A lot of strained pleats. Yeah. The dates for the debates are Tuesday, September 12th, and potentially Friday, September 13th, and they are live from Texas Southern University in Houston. And the Heart Factor boys will be holding it down from Axelrad Beer Garden on the 12th for a live debate watch party. More details on that soon. But let's get into the meat of it. So right now, 10 candidates have qualified for the showdown in the low country, and there aren't too many surprises in there. You got Uncle Joe, you got Booker T, you got Mayor Pete, you got Kamala H, you got Klobuchar Char Binks, Emo Beto, Old Man Sanders, Lizzie Warren, Yang Gang, and then Julian Castro, who was the last candidate to qualify claiming the 10th spot. So... In order to qualify all-star lineup, all all the heavy hitters there, baby. No, I mean, this is my thing for the Democrats. As long as Beto is still in it, 
I know they ha- they haven't really got down to brass tacks yet. You're right about that. <laughs> you know, like you know, it's not serious as long as Beto's still there. <laughs> I totally agree with you. <laughs> Mark my words, and maybe our boys at Predict It will put this line up, but there will be a Texas running mate, either Castro or Beto. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, disagree. Disagree. Understood. In order to qualify, guys, candidates need four polls showing them how Bernie Sanders likes his milk, 2% or higher, uh, as well as at warm least— Warm it up. Warm it up, baby. Is this 2%? <laughs> this isn't skim, is it? Uh, or we at need least... 98% heated up. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. The milk's too hot, honey. Uh, or they need at, at least 130,000. 2% 000... fat, 98% heat. <laughs> The man likes his milk. He's particular. Or they need at least 130,000 unique donors. So a qualifying poll dropped yesterday, but did not yield the desired results for a number of presidential hopefuls looking for their ticket to the dance. So specifically, uh, billionaire Tom Strayer, who is one poll away, but was under 1% in Monday's poll. Boy, he didn't last long. Came in late. Leaving early. Came in late, leaving early. And then you have future Miss Pat Cassidy, Tulsi Gabbard Cassidy, who needs two more polls. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You're already going back on your Marianne Williamson fetish? The thing is, I, I, I thought that she was That's younger true. than she Mark is. was the Tulsi guy. And I don't want to yeah, be alone. Well, st- oh, I'm already married, so I, I don't need Tulsi Gabbard, but I do think that you were wrong about her, and you were wrong about Marianne Williams. I mean, yeah, you, ain't nothing wrong with having a side piece in Marianne. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But Marianne, uh, who's got the backers, she still needs three more polls. And then you got Kirsten Gillibrand, who's running on the platform of your fun neighbor, who will get you wine drunk at a Botox party, uh, is short on donors and about three polls shy. So she's probably got no shot. Uh, all these bubble candidates were hoping that last minute surveys would get them in there, the Monday survey, but no dice. So you got to feel bad for Tulsi, though. I mean, she crushed Kamala Harris, who's like the DNC candidate, and then she's got to go home. I mean, well, also, I don't. I, is she still deployed? You should I, also feel bad about. No, she's not. You should ba- feel bad about Kamala Harris, who who is going to probably win the nomination, and then Tulsi Gabbard smash her. You could look at that the other way. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard played spoiler to, to Kamala Harris there, so. God yeah, re- well, you could feel bad for both of them, I guess. Yeah, God was really focused when he it's made like a Tulsi. shitty NFL team like, beating someone yeah, who wants like to get the Ohio, playoffs. It's like when Ohio State lost to that shitty team two years ago by 50 points, Iowa yeah. or whoever it was, yeah. and they're like, you're, back, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa, <laughs> Southern. The last glimmer of hope, y'all, uh, for these hopefuls is for either the polls or donors to change dramatically before Wednesday, which is the qualification deadline. But let's be honest, their spouses can probably safely plan on an enjoyable evening of holding them while they get drunk and talk at the TV for three hours. What did you yeah. think of uh, the art of racing in the rain, honey? <laughs> I could have done better than this. What is he saying? Look, now, candidates who miss the September debate will still have a chance to qualify for the October debate uh, where the thresholds will be the same. But let's be honest. We're going to see some dropouts this week. Yeah, you can't be too confident if you don't qualify for the September debate. <laughs> no, it's pretty debate. bad. I'm going to yeah. stick it out till October. Everything is going to change soon. Book deal, book deal, yeah. book deal. <laughs> exactly. But, but guys, I got to be honest. This is making me look like a fucking genius with my predicted bet on how many Democrats will, Democrats will drop out of the race by August 31. Mm. Right now, five. Five candidates have pulled out of her, her being the race, and I bet that there would be nine to ten dropouts at six cents. And at the time of this taping, that line is at ten cents, which, guys, is an incredible buy right now because you got 21 candidates still in the race and 11 of them, 11 of them aren't even going to the show. Uh, and if you're four of them to drop out. But by August 31st, correct? Yeah, by August so, 31st. You're going to lose four in the next three days, okay. in my opinion, next All four right. days. Uh, and if you're really hot on losers doing what losers do best, the line for 11 to 12 dropouts is at three cents right now. I've got a total of $49 on that entire spread on those two lines, and it's got a potential payout of a G. 
It's nice. Yeah. So if you got all the way up to twelve, you'd be you'd be sitting pretty. It's possible, Willie. Uh, it's the beauty of predicted. I know, I know. But look, guys, you can get in on the action and get a free twenty dollar matching bonus if you deposit at least twenty dollars at sign up. And all you got to do is go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty. It's predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty. If you already bet on Waller Jr., we screwed you. That was my fault. Yeah, Mark yeah, fucked up yesterday. Like, gave you some bad don't intel. Buy it. Yeah, don't buy. We should have gone Jr. with the ginger. You know, yeah. hindsight, we should have gone with the ginger in Mississippi. Yeah, that was. We, you know, we had it there in front of us. We, we whiffed. It's what are you going to do? You were right about who's the whitest, the ginger. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But guys, most, whitest most guy did yeah. win. Yeah. One good thing did come out of the release of Monday's polls, and that is that Uncle Joe, Crazy Bernie, and former Native American Elizabeth Warren are tied in a steamy liberal menage a trois at the top of the polls, mm. which is going to make for an interesting high-stakes debate season. So if, I'm stoked. I'm fucking hard. If Bernie dies of natural causes, does that count as That's a dropout? That's technically a dropout. Definitely a dropout. It's, it's actually a to drop buy low. dead, but yeah. <laughs> it's a drop dead. Good time to buy low on Biden if you think he's going to overcome his uh, gaffes. Nah, they're going to keep coming. Oh, no. Yeah, the, he just came out and said, I swear I'm not going insane. That's that's definitely yeah, what yeah, a non-insane person <laughs> says. <laughs> yeah, I've kissed away all my Biden money that I yeah. haven't predicted. See you later. All right, let's take it to the news buffet. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So so as I passionately covered on yesterday's show, the Amazon rainforest, a.k.a. the Earth's lungs or lungs of the world is mm. burning. I sent out a tweet calling for the world powers to come to the aid of the Earth's lungs. Brave. Heard, brave of you. That was yeah. very big. Yeah. 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 Thank yes. you. I was Thank proud. You. I appreciate it. I was proud, too. You compared your lungs to mm-hmm. their lungs and you said lungs a lot. It was well thought out. Yeah. We've all got lungs. I yeah. smiled. All right, I heard that I heard stats that 20 percent of the Earth's oxygen is produced by the Amazon rainforest, which was uh, very alarming to me. But then some dickhead named Michael uh, Schellenberger wrote an article for Forbes, letting everyone know that it's all just a hoax. Uh, <laughs> nice. The, yeah, yeah. It's all bullshit. Everyone. The credit the Amazon is getting for being the lungs of the world is apparently uh, we, we just shouldn't care as much as we do. It's bullshit. Uh, so he debunked photos that celebrities shared in an effort to draw uh, the world's attention to the crisis as bullshit or old or not even the Amazon at all. Uh, he, not even the Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Did this guy turn his article into the wrong publication? He, he wrote this for Forbes? Yeah, and Forbes yeah, published yeah, Forbes. it. Yeah, he loved it. Forbes wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Forbes put it out. Uh, he, he even went to some guy that he claims is an expert on the Amazon, some guy named Dan Nepstad, who told Schellenberger exactly what he wanted to hear about the cries for help. Uh, it's bullshit, Nepstad said, as Michael likely grinned from ear to ear, saying, I knew it. Some guy that's been sweating in the rainforest his whole life and like bitten by spiders right. and shitty snakes. He's an expert. He loves the, rain- the rainforest. He loves the rainforest, even, but he- even if it is bullshit, why, why is he fucking pissing on our parade, man? Yeah, no idea. Wes's parade. Yeah. So Nepstad, uh, so just let it burn. Is that right, what he says? Wes chooses. Yeah, West, yeah, right? West chooses yeah. a stand once, once every three years. He stands up for something. Yeah, That's right. I, I feel like it's harmless to say stop the the fires in the rainforest. Yeah. Right. No re- why no, would you say no? It's no. It's super weird that he's coming up with excuses not to care about a forest fire. Right. Yeah. It's a fucking. Like he's hit writing piece. articles about excuses. He's saying like the Chick Fil A cows <laughs> are behind it. It's a fucking hit piece on the Amazon. <laughs> so. <laughs> Nepstad went on to further delight Schellenberger by saying, quote, there's no science behind that. The Amazon produces a lot of oxygen, but it uses the same amount of oxygen through respiration. So it's a wash. He's so like, he's like, it's actually pretty harmful. You could have a lot of shopping balls. He's, he's yeah. making the lungs metaphor deeper, bringing respiration into it. Yeah. Yeah, so he's just, yeah, does, it doesn't matter, everyone. You just calm down. Where does this um, guy live? He fucking lives in New Jersey, I guarantee it. I don't know. Shut the fuck up, Schellenberger. Yeah. Like I said, it was basically just a fucking hit piece on the Amazon. Everyone is just so proud they can confidently li- let, 
those that are, are concerned about not only the Earth's lungs, but perhaps maybe the medicines or the indigenous people or the animals, that they need to just get off their high horses and let this thing just play it. Played out its own. Michael well, was, but maybe he, it's not that important, Wes. So. Michael was going out, not. out back at the end of the week, and he just wanted to make himself feel better. Yeah, he just good, wanted to justify it. Good job, Michael. Great article. Thank you for letting us know we just shouldn't care that much. I'm going to write an article about this. To Forbes? <laughs> yeah. People really they care too much about this rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs to shut up about the yeah. rainforest. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. Let's keep it in Brazil. French President Emmanuel Macron is livid with Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro, not over the rainforest, hmm. for an internet comment that Bolsonaro made in response to a Facebook meme posted on his page. The meme compared the Brazilian First Lady, so Mrs. Bolsonaro, to mm. the French First Lady and claimed that Macron, the French president, must be jealous. You know, <laughs> oh. basically saying that the French first lady is, is not attractive compared to the Brazilian first. Lady. I'm just, just glad that another just drew a straight line down her butt and said, there is no ass. Here. There's no ass here. <laughs> I'm just I'm loving that another president of a country is responding to memes. I'm li I'm liking that it makes me feel better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Couple, Bolsonaro. Couple, couple presidents yeah. here. Right. Bolsonaro on his Facebook page. This is where the meme was posted. He replied, quote, ha ha. Don't humiliate the guy. Nice. <laughs> oh, wow. So, Damn. Maybe he's a little jealous he didn't get invited to the G7. Maybe. Oh, countrymen, yeah. don't humiliate the yeah. man. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. Macron, of course, went apeshit and said that Bolsonaro's comments are embarrassing for everyone in the world, essentially, except for Mr. and Mrs. Macron. No, the exact uh, opposite. It's only <laughs> embarrassing for Mr. and Mrs. Macron. That's what I thought, too, but this is what Macron says. Okay. Quote, quote, I think that Brazilians, a great people, are a bit ashamed of this behavior. No, unquote. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Which, yeah <laughs> no, I, I guess yeah. maybe some of them are ashamed of the behavior. I'm not sure Macron is right on this one, that they're all ashamed that somebody said his wife, who is 66, yeah. is less attractive than another woman who is 37. Did, did you compare the picks, Will? Yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty I, sure. I mean, who's the winner? Bolsonaro. Who do you think's the she's winner? 30, yeah. She's, she's thirty years younger, and she's yeah. I mean, just don't an unfair race. Don't humiliate the guy, Pat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, Pat. You're just doing your. You have to have beers with him afterwards. Proving Bolsonaro's point. Yeah. <laughs> she's tan. It's ridiculous. All right, guys. So uh, back in July, President Trump signed an executive order to help cure this nation's kidney health problem, increasing transplants and kidney care. So it's clearly an important issue, especially if you're one of the 93,000 people in the U.S. that uh, alone that are on a waiting list for a new kidney. Jesus. Yeah, mainly due to kidney failure. And after Googling uh, what do kidneys do, I found out they're pretty important. Anyone anyone know what they do? I think that um, they're they're friends with the liver. I know that. Mm -hmm. Something with like removing bad stuff. They're like the cleaning lady yeah, your of your blood, body. Your right? blood. Right. Well, yeah. As Filtering stuff out. They right. come over on Wednesdays. Well, as it turns out, uh, kidneys help to keep blood flowing to other major organs by ensuring there is a sufficient level of plasma. They also help remove toxins and waste from your body. They are mm. apparently pretty crucial, and lots of people need new ones. So, um, in fact, over 37 million of us well-fed Americans have chronic kidney disease. Our kidneys are probably the hardest-working kidneys on the planet. I know mine are. Um, and in a very sad... Yeah, your kidneys are like... What did you do today, Wes? Yeah. A bunch of Trulies and McDonald's? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Kidneys hate me. Yeah, yeah we're, we're sitting here laughing at Wes, but like we're about to, we're, we're, we're following him. 
yeah. I just hope that <laughs> no, I, I just know that once Wes, once Wes's kidneys fail, my time is coming next. I'm <laughs> laughing at him he's, while marching directly behind him on the like, path to kidney disease. He's the pace car for us. He's a great barometer. I just I just hope my body's <laughs> Wes, how are your kidneys doing? I just hope my body's been favoring one kidney over the other yeah. so I can burn one out and then and then learn a lesson while the other one's still around. My kidneys are like um what's what's that uh one ball the cyclist from Austin that cheated? Lance, Lance Armstrong. My yeah. kidneys are like Lance Armstrong, how hard they work. Yeah. There well, you go. In, in, in a very sad fact, over 5,000 people die each year while waiting for a new one, uh, which is why a new study put out by the journal uh, JAMA Internal Medicine, which is published by the American Medical Association, is alarming and has found that over 3,500 donated kidneys are simply thrown away each year. Oh. Yeah. It was found that uh, around... So most 20- of the people... Like, that's almost... 3,500 is almost as many as the 5,000 that die. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like like, you got a stuck-up kidney inspector. Yeah, and like other places, you know, Europe, they they match like older kidneys with older patients. They don't just don't throw them away. They say it's better than dialysis. Give it a shot. Give it a shot, right. Like the nukes in the hurricane. So (laughs) The human body is pretty amazing. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, and they found that over 50% of those discarded kidneys, uh, which were deemed unfit for a transplant, could have actually been used to save a life, so that's fucked up. Uh, Kidney disease makes up for one-fifth of all Medicare spending, around $114 billion a year. Uh, Can't wait for Michael, Michael Schellenberger's next article. Kidneys don't matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. Kidneys are the rainforest of my body. Yeah. <laughs> Overrated organ. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Schellenberger. But, you know, it's sad they're going. To, uh, they're not getting in bodies, but at least they're not going away because um, they're, they're being fed to the homeless. What? What? Huh? What? 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 All right. What's wow. the last story? All right. That was a hot one. All right. <laughs> final update on uh, the West? G7 this year. <laughs> President Trump has been criticized. For not being clear on his stances during the G7 summit. For example, he wants to be tough on trade with China, but he regrets the impacts that it has. He wants to help the environment, but it's a niche topic that's not suitable for discussion at the G7. Things like that. Why? Why not? Why not? I wonder. Well, you know, I mean, it's just, he just he, doesn't he, want to he, talk about the way it. he negotiates. Yeah. He yeah. Strong, silent type. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Basically, he just not, never agrees to anything so that he keeps his options open, it seems like. Anyways, the final highlights of the summit included Trump skipping the climate change meeting, which pissed French President Emmanuel Macron right off. Wait a minute. So. Was this right around the same time all of Brazil was busting Macron's wife's balls? Yeah, it's yeah. basically around the, yeah, around the same time. And then yeah. Trump doesn't show up to his favorite meeting of the week. Bo- yeah. Bolsonaro and Trump were definitely texting behind Macron's Watch back. This. Make it yeah. Watch, Watch this. this. Macron had yeah. a rough time. <laughs> let's, let's recap what happened this this last two weeks. You his got, you got, his you... ugly ass wife was presenting. <laughs> She's not ugly. <laughs> all right, sorry. She's good for 66. Yeah. But right, you have the polar ice caps melting in Greenland. You have uh, the hurricane season impending, and you have Brazil on fire, and Trump's like, oh, I'm going to take, take this one off. Yeah, yeah well, uh, busting yeah. balls is a little more important for Trump and Bolsonaro, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like, than, it's uh, a lot more fun. than anything else. <laughs> Watch uh, this. This will really piss him off. Yeah. And perhaps the best development from the entire G7, a little more ball busting, Trump announced that next year's summit, which, we, which he has the power to host, will be held in the prestigious and illustrious city of... Of Doral, Florida. <laughs> no way. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Why? Trump Why? bought a resort in Doral, Florida in 2012. And you'd never guess it, but business has been bad. Uh, terrible, really. And so he wants to host the G7 there to give his business, his, his resort in Doral, a little shot in the arm. Plus, they'd be able to show off Mount Trashmore to the world's elite. 
Yeah, you're so. going to want to pay the extra to have the beach view instead of the Mount Trashmore pile. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the Trashmore villa. It doesn't stink if you're on the 400th floor. You better believe that's going to be incentive for the uh, Doral City Council to build it up another 40 stories like they have planned. Just t- taller than his tower? <laughs> yeah, we got the G7 coming. We got to accelerate things. If they could turn it into something cool, like shape it into something. I don't know. Yeah. Art. Yeah, and it, I guess it kind of is. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor today. Reminder... You can get your Hard Factor logo tee, the plain, simple, elegant tee, in the Barstool store while supplies last. We never really know if we're going to sell enough for having them stick around, so hop on it now before it's gone. Also, we've got a flat-out incredible Florida Man tee on the way imminently. Next couple of days, that thing's going to drop, so be on the lookout for that. It's really, really a stunning t-shirt. As always, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and drop a five-star review if you like the show. Follow at Hard Factor News on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with the latest from us. And most importantly, have a great fucking day. I'm